Welcome to another episode of Peers Over Beers, your favorite digital and social evangelist podcast with your industry veteran hosts, Chris Tetzel. This podcast starts now. So welcome to another Peers Over Beers. My name is Chris Detzel, and long time Scott Wilder is here. Um, Scott, how are you? I'm doing great. When you say long time, I'm assuming that's the, the duration of time that I've been drinking. Well, you know, I know you don't drink or you haven't drank in a long time <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> so, um, but I do remember that you're drinking some water or something. So, you know, I just got a new um, coffee machine that I'm super excited about. It does cappuccinos oh. and frappuccinos and it's crazy. You like coffee, right? And you grind your own beans and all that? Yeah, it grinds some beans. Yes, it's, it's awesome. I mean, I just got it. So I'm just now learning. I drank way too much coffee today because of it. <laughs> it's trying well, everything. I was like, what's a cappuccino? I, How about the coffee? How about the uh, macchiatos? <laughs> like, I should send you. I have. I might get my coffee from Puerto Rico because we have a hmm. Puerto, Rico fam, Puerto Rican family. So uh, I'll send some over to you for the holiday. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, we love coffee. So, um, well, hey, you know, it's it's been actually a little bit of time since we've spoken. And as a matter of fact, I was telling you that I think we're going to take a break from Peers Over Beers until uh, January sometime. So this will be the last Peers Over Beers uh, that I have for the next month and a half or so. I just need to kind of rethink some things. And then, you know, I just need a break. You know, I've, I've been really busy. I got to go to a lot of conferences, stuff like that, the rest of this year for Reltio. So, you know, just going to take a little break, but appreciate you being kind of the last guest for this year. No problem. Any good conferences that we should know about? Well, I'm going to AWS. So we have a booth there and we're going to have some dinners. Our, CF, our, our CEO, Manish Sood, will be hosting some of these dinners and some talks and things like that. And then uh, the Forrester one in Austin. So AWS is in Las Vegas. And then the Forrester Data Conference, I think is what it's called or something, Insights and Strategy, yep. is in Austin. So I'm going on vacation this week or next week for um, you know Thanksgiving. Then the next week is AWS in Vegas. And then the next week is um, the Forrester Conference. So it's just a lot. And are you going you know. to bring your coffee maker with you? <laughs> I wished. No. But, you know, <laughs> they'll have great coffee makers there, Starbucks, whatever, you know, so I think I'll be good on the coffee. And plenty of good beer, I'm sure of that. I <laughs> probably won't drink a lot, just, <laughs> but I'll drink some, you know, why not? How about you? Get any conferences coming up? Um, I don't actually. Um, you know, I mean, there's some stuff online. G2 has one I'll be listening to. But in terms of going to places... Um, nope, this is going to be a quiet, uh, quiet holiday. I'll be anchored here in the Bay area. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to conferences that are for community, but you know, um, so, you know, one of the topics that kind of came up today, um, uh, was this new kind of, you call it CLG campus, uh, customer led growth learning together kind of resource page, I guess, and maybe that's the wrong way to say it, but you built this, it looks really cool. We'll put the link and stuff like that directly in the, the notes, but tell me more about what you're doing there. Yeah, the CLG campus, so customer-led growth. Um, you know, bas basically this is for, 
anybody in a customer facing role. Um, majority of the audience will be customer marketers, but there's also, you know, people in community roles, um, customer success roles, uh, things like that. And um, for several years now, you know, I've really wanted to build a place where, you know, all boats can rise together and we can all, you know, fine tune our craft together. Um, so there's a lot of resources here. There's podcasts, there's customer led groove. Um, there's also um, templates and uh, webinars and reports. Uh, there's also an academy that's practitioner led. So probably 25% of the courses are from us. The rest are from practitioners and huge backlog of folks that are want to create those courses and share them. And then there's also a community aspect, but I think it's um, a place to go to really learn and, you know, fine tune your craft and help you with your career as well. Um, yeah. So this is uh, sponsored by, you know, the, by base where I am now, but um, you know, anybody that, wants to help others can really contribute uh, content, you know, whether they're, they're, they're friend, foe or family. Yeah. And the, the, the site is DC or D. So, sorry, I can't see CLG campus.base.ai. Is that right? Yep. Correct. Yeah. You know, I, 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 my, I used to wear contacts and then I got uh, LASIK and now, whenever I look at the screen, especially at the little URLs, I'm like, oh my goodness, I, I can't completely see. <laughs> so but, that's cool. Yeah. You know, it's a really, yeah. Go I was just going to say, you know, it's funny, like here we are all, you know, thinking about the user experience, but I think, you know, the browsers of the world are still, they haven't really thought about the 20, 30, 40% of the population that wears some sort of eyewear. Yeah, that's right. I mean, as I get older, man, it's it just gets harder. Um, so on this campus, and you've got, like you said, academy, and how does that work? So if I wanted to, so there's all these kind of areas I can click on, like an academy, uh, resource center, podcast, discussion forums, how you get started, and all that stuff, customer marketing, webinars, events. So if I clicked into the podcast, so I can listen to podcasts, right? And then, but I is, is that just something that, you know. Is just something for people to listen to or go to, or can they be part of doing the podcast? Sorry for not knowing. Yes. Yeah. Just... No, no problem. Um, so I think there's kind of several parts of this. So the site is set up. So, you know, in the community world, we think about federated search, everything is, hmm. you know, tied together and tagged. So you can search on, awesome. you know, community and you can see everything related to it, whether it's a course, whether it's an event or a job opportunity. Um, so that's search. There's also the browse experience where, um, you know, I call them learning paths. Um, but the thing about learning paths here, you know, like when I was at HubSpot, learning paths tend to be take course one, course two, course three. But I've always wanted to be a VJ. So um, I think of myself as a mixer, a curator of different content under a topic. And so um, the learning paths are basically is curation of different topics. And then um, so that's kind of like the different ways to define things. And then in terms of podcasts, yeah, I mean, if somebody's interested in being a guest on it, they should just contact me, but, um, and I expect okay. you on my, on our show after you're, sure. you're back in action. And then, um, but the podcast, yeah, you can come to the site for the podcast. We're also on, you know, uh, the same as a lot of people, Apple, Spotify, et cetera, but we're also on, and I have to be careful. How I would say this, cause she's going to respond right away. 
is a Alexa. <laughs> yeah. Around Alexa and Google Home and things like that. So, cool. um, you know, one of the strategies or approaches is like, this is a hub of resources, but we also, I think of these things just the same way a lot of community people do is. There she is. <laughs> Alexa, be quiet, behave. She always like sneaks <laughs> out there, but. So we have like a place to go to for content, but we also think about pushing out content to other places. You know, the podcast is a great example, but, you know, over time we will, I'll take it in the community metaphor, you know, widgetize and have, you know, content that's on different platforms around the internet. Is it free to enroll into your uh, courses? It's free. Yeah. Because there's one that I'm actually interested in is your, uh, customer advisory boards. I own our, I own ours and have for a couple of years now, but, um, but I'm sure there's a lot to learn from here. So this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's free. And, um, like I said, you know, this is, uh, there's just a lot of every, you know, if you go on LinkedIn, everybody's, you know, more and more people are asking for help or wanting to learn yeah. and things like that. And so, um, do you also own is, Academy? Uh, I guess I assume you own Academy too, right? So there's an academy on there. Um, if you but did your team own section. it? Does your team own it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's so, interesting. You know, go ahead. Sorry, no, no. I'll let you. So our team owns the CARE initiative, which is community, advocacy, resources, and education. It's a lot for, it, it's rare for, uh, that I've heard of for a, a person that owns growth to own kind of the education community, et cetera. So that's an interesting place you're in, right? Because you own growth, which I assume mm-hmm. is also you own the main website. Is that right? Or at least the digital piece? Uh, there's uh, the main website is managed by um, the, the marketing team, um, okay. but very, very involved in growth. And um, yeah. Okay, great. Um, this is cool. No, I'm just looking at it, and, and uh, I like the academy, mainly because it relates to me. <laughs> but I like how you have one page full of everything you need from a community, or you know, maybe it's customer-led growth standpoint, whether it's academy, community, podcast, etc. So I like that page uh, just because it gives it lets you go anywhere you want. Now, how do you know if you're successful? So this page is great. But what does success look like for you? I mean, you get all these things going on, job boards, podcasts, customer marketing, webinars. I mean, you're doing a lot of stuff, you know? So, yeah. Um, so I think it's at the end of the day, you know, is the qualitative and quantitative part of it. So, you know, there's, um, I mean, this is a community of people that, you know, I had my core four that helped work with me and design this. Um, yeah. And so- you know, it's getting feedback from the, the people who are using this. Um, and anybody who knows me knows I'm kind of like, that's, I'm just constantly asking, what can we do better? Um, and then there's the quantitative part. Like, I think that, you know, the hub, the um, Coursera's and Udacity's and a few other places, you know, they only have like 30 to 40% that are completing a whole course. So for me here, yeah. You know, I want to track, you know, how people are doing, if they're getting what they need from it. Um, and so there's a quantity, you know, the quantitative side, but also the, the qualitative side. Um, so. 
Yeah, and so so it's interesting that so you have events, um, and when you look at your webinars, events, and things like that, like how do you get people to attend? Do they just come to the site, or are you sending them invites and them in emails? I yeah. Mean, so we're doing emails. Um, you know, where um, you know, compared to some of the, you know, historically I've worked at larger companies, so you know. We don't have this, you know, I'll call it the 100,000, 200,000 email list. Yeah. So um, we are emailing the folks that we, um, that are in our, you know, system. We also are doing more kind of word of mouth campaigns. We're also highlighting on uh, social media, like, like like on LinkedIn. So every Friday I do a, uh, um, a campus tour. You meet us at the virtual gate and we mm. get on the bus and we'll, I'll show you around. So, you know, spreading word of mouth around that. Um, but then, you know, I, the people who are leading these courses or doing these podcasts, you know, they, you know, partnering with them and figuring out like how to reach, you know, their, their people, so to speak as well. Um, so it's play it forward is kind of the best way to say it. It's a play it forward strategy. And are these all this, so you mentioned that it's free to get in. So I assume that you're allowing both customers and prospects doesn't matter, right? Yeah, that used I didn't know uh, anybody can sign up. Um, you know, there's no, you know, I think we both have historically run into communities and things like that where, you know, no competitors can be in there. Competitors can use this as well. In fact, you know, I have reached out to some competitors about contributing content, you know. Um, <laughs> that worked out? Think about that. What? Yeah. Did that work out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Um, you know. So I think it's it's really the all boats rise approach, you know. Um, there's very little. You probably have to be clever to, other than the URL because the domain, but um, you have to be pretty clever to find any like base branding there. So it's really about the, the campus itself, and um, you know this is yeah, a, that, like true. all campuses. It's, it's a place to learn. It's a pay, a place to collaborate and you know interact with others. It's just in a virtual world and. You know, when you interview me or we talk in 2025, maybe it'll be a, a metaverse. Oh, I like it. <laughs> no, the page <laughs> looks beautiful. I really like uh, this page because it just puts everything in one place. Like you said, it's a campus to go to to basically learn and, you know, get what you need quickly. I mean, it's just, I don't know why more people or companies don't do this. <laughs> so um, what do you guys do for, current customers is there like some special place that they can go to to you know yeah. do different things or obviously the product question. but so you know taking a page from our community playbooks there's um you know courses um and community areas just for customers um there's like there's areas that are private and some areas that are hidden um you know for we have the top 100 that we developed last year um, and we're developing it again. Um, there's a, a space for the top 100. Um, so like, you know, again, just you know, taking a page from the community playbook, there's some stuff that's just for customers, some stuff that's just for partners, some stuff that some uh, stuff, some content for, uh, for, for the rest of the world. Um, and when you think about customers, right, there's like uh, onboarding content, right, for our mm -hmm. customers that's in there, but it's only available for the people who are using our product. Um, well, that is, 
So I want to back up because you really haven't been at base all that long, maybe a year now or so or less. Is that right? Uh, less. Yeah, since yeah. March. So. so to me, as I kind of think about all the work, I mean, I know you hired some people, did some things, but still um, created this site. Now, is everything that's been created created because of what you've done? I mean, now you've put some stuff together, so I don't know if there were some things there before you. Was there, or did you kind of start creating? Because I got a bigger question here in a minute, because I'm very interested. Does that make sense? Yeah, but what's the bigger question? So <laughs> I didn't like that one. Um, did, uh, from a content standpoint, when I think, let's just say communities, for example, you've got stuff, It's a, there's an open community. I know you have a Slack group as well. Um, so I don't know if you consider that as the community, but if, do you see do you see that as the community or no the Slack group or partly um, but... the Slack group the Slack group is a yeah is also kind of a a, a co-op types of community I mean there's um, yeah so it's a community as well that the problem or the challenge with Slack is a few things one is you know the findability issue yeah uh, of and um, you know some of these Slack channels have also there's been a lot of um, call it advertising right and so um we're you know what we're trying to do here is like this isn't about promoting your product um yeah. this is about you know the how-tos and helping people so um yes yeah, so that's that's so the slack that community angle but yeah this is you know um some of the content we're creating some of the practitioners are creating but this is about you know, curating, this is about, you know, community engagement. Um, I'm trying to think of another word that begins with a C. Uh, <laughs> curating, community, collaboration. Community co curating co so I'm on the forums and I'm just thinking, you know, you have different forums like customer marketing, customer-led growth, advocacy discussions, a bunch of them, and cab discussion, which again, I'm going to be somewhat interested there. Um, but there's a lot of content that's going to be created in these, you know, as I kind of think about like the communities I've created, I've created now two communities. One is kind of this Q&A of these different, of our product, right? It's more of a support type community, but then another community around integration and stuff like that. That's again about a product, but it's two, only two communities. And as a team of two now, um, you know, when for the longest time as one, I was like thinking, that's a lot of content. I'm not going to create, you know, all this content for, you know, each section like match and merge or data governance or, you know what I mean? Like, because I just don't have the time and effort, you know, like you haven't been there, your company all that long and you have all these forums <laughs> and you have some events and you have an academy and you have some podcasts going on and, and, and I mean, you have a lot of stuff, you know, how do you do it? Is really the bigger question. Yeah. Well, the, you know, the community, the forums part, there's a, it's definitely early days and there's, yeah, it's going to take a while. I mean, it's two weeks, so <laughs> it's going to take a while to really get a lot of um, activity yeah. and action there. Um, you know, I, I like to create and curate content, you know, um, I mean, that's part of my natural DNA. And so, um, and then, there's people out there who've created a lot of great content. So reaching out to them as well and say, asking them, you know, do you want to contribute to this endeavor? Mm. Um, you know, BT is, she's doing a course um, 
and awards that's coming up next week. You know, she's talked a lot about awards for, she's also part of the core four, but put that aside, but, you know, she's talked about, you know, creating customer awards for a while. And she's, you know, I really like what she has to say about it. So it's approaching her and saying, you know, can we, you know, can you, are you interested in a course? Could you, can we partner in this? You know, do you have existing content? Um, yeah. So I, you know, it's funny, like it is work, um, but it's such a big part of who I am that, um, you know, like there's another example, there's a really good book um, called, you probably won't be able to see because of my background called Customer Equity. Um, yeah, The Age of Customer Equity, it. sort of had it. Yeah, by yeah, Allison. So Allison um, is somebody who, you know, she's she's done a course on it, but I love the book and, you know, now using the book to come up with, you know, some methodologies and models for customer engagement, customer, right? For me, it's just, it's kind of like a, a second nature thing, you know. Um, I have to get my kids out to remind me to get out, get offline once in a while. But other than that, so. <laughs> um, on your content strategy, when you think about SEO, organic SEO, and things like that, now that takes a long time. But how important is that to you in the company? Uh, it's very important to us, and I think the, so. It's a it's important to us because again, we don't have large budgets and also, yeah. you know, it's not a, the sales cycle is not like a, a lot of B2C in terms of, you know, see it and buy it, right? It's a yeah. long sales cycle, which is another thing when I was at Udacity and Coursera, you know, really understanding the sales cycles there. And um, so, you know, organic is important, um, you know, being transparent, it's a balancing act of, bringing people to here versus bringing people to the base.ai site or the mm. main site, right? We struggle um, with that too. Yeah, understand your, you know, understand your content pillars and where you want to focus. Um, yeah, there's this, um, for us, you know, as we kind of look at, you know, sending, where do we send our content? And when I, when I kind of start talking to our marketing team, which I'm on the marketing team, but, in the different areas is, hey, Chris, you're creating content that we could use. Great. You know, like you can use it, <laughs> you know, just don't, you know, copy and paste it, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, I had to figure out ways to, but, you know, when I look at what they're trying to create, obviously they're trying to create top of the funnel stuff. And really today, when you go to Reltio.com, it's all about Reltio. Like there's no industry specific, not much, you know, and, and I'm like, so you're just trying to get people to buy Reltio. And if I were you, I would start thinking about industry specific, kind of like instead of Reltio master data management, maybe you can talk about some of these industry things like data governance, data quality, you know, data modeling. I don't know, those kinds of higher level type things, even if Reltio is not focused in on all of them, you know, data fabric, data mesh, et cetera. But they don't yet. Uh, and what I th think about is, you know, what they care about is master data management as, let's say, words, you know, when you think of SEO. For me, although that's important, what I think about is kind of the technical type things like survivorship or match and merge MDM or, you know, those kinds of things, how to use this thing or, you know, also how to. And so even the search words are completely different than what they would be on the main website, right? So, you know, you've got one end when you think about kind of supposedly high level stuff should be 
maybe on the main website to kind of be seen as thought leaders, but also about Reltio and how to, you know, that kind of stuff. For me, it's how to documentation mm-hmm. and I have more of a, I would say, you know, it's more of a bond really, um, you know, because we're doing some of the same stuff, although the documentation is really long docs and about the product. Um, so they get a lot of the SEO, but the Q&A stuff is just as important. And I think tying that stuff into the docs portal or even some of the doc stuff into community would be extremely helpful because we're always referencing documentation, <laughs> you know, or there's things that in my mind, you know, push a widget out onto the docs uh, portal to say, here's the engagement, here's the stuff going on on community today, you know, on certain pages, right? If you think about it, like, you know, if people are having problems with match and merge, hey, we're having discussions right over here. Here's a widget, boom. You know, and I also think of the curation of content in a big way as well. You know, how can yeah. we create these product FAQs or specific FAQs and then push them more into the community? Here's everything about matching and merging. There's some blogs around it. There's Q&A around it. Here's some videos around it. Here's one page. And that one pager that you create, for me, like the like I did one on match and merge about a year ago, that is my number one page that people go to when they search, right, uh, from a match yeah. and merge. Yeah. So curating that content, and I love what you're doing there, is highly important. And it's one of my favorite things to do. And as a matter of fact, I'm going through a whole, not revamp, but revamp of some of these pages so that I can automate the curation of um, content being pushed into community so that, you know, maybe out with the old, in with the new, you know, you can do different things from an automation standpoint, but that same URL stays. You know what I mean? Like, um, you got to kind of be careful because you want to make sure if people are actually listening to this video and it's been extremely helpful and a year doesn't go away, (laughs) you know, but still, that's what I'm working on today is from a curation standpoint, pages that are automated and I create many of these pages that get the user to to the information they need quickly. But also when you think of organic SEO, those pages that you can curate, man. They just grow like this way faster than just one, you know, post. <laughs> if you're, yeah. you know, a discussion post takes a long time, you know, and it's just a little bit. But the more you have and the more relevant that content is, the better. Sorry, I, I got off on a thing, but you got me really excited about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Chris, your C, it's got to start with Chris, your CMO, right? Chris is your CMO. Uh, CMO is David, and uh, we now have a new CEO. Um, well, he's a founder and now CEO again, uh, Manish. But yeah, okay. Well, it's got to start with David. That you know, moving yeah. beyond this transaction mindset to something more transformational, and moving from transaction to this ongoing relationship. And hmm. um, right, and so that's kind of the first thing that you know, I mean, you can tell them and, you know, you might have this much influence, but your CMO will have a bit more. That's right. And then, um, you know, to me, there's a higher calling than just selling your product, right? Like, and that's why my mantra is for the individuals you're talking to, it's like how to help them improve their craft and how to help them accelerate their career. And some people might say I'm a broken record saying that, but I think that's kind of my guiding principles with all this stuff, right? Learn, teach, learn. Help them the product. Yeah, exactly. Learn, teach, learn, which we, we talked about. And so, um, and that's where you're going to be more successful, you know, into it, which I talk a lot about because it's a big part of, you know, yeah. who I am and has influenced me is that 
you know, they're not teaching you just how to do your taxes or how to, you know, use QuickBooks. They're teaching you how to run a successful small business and hmm. small business folks, you know, they're, you know, I talked about, you know, my DNA, small businesses, like they live and breathe their, you know, their business, right? It's like, it's not an eight, uh, a nine, an eight to five job. And so, you know, um, some people focus a lot on the jobs that need to be done and the, the how-tos. And I think that's really important and that will help certainly with SEO, but, you know, what is the higher calling for the people, whether it's an individual or an account that you're trying to, to engage with, you know, um, going back to the Intuit example, jobs to be done was huge there, but we were challenged to go to people's offices and really understand what, like, what's there, like what's on their desk, what's, you know, what's making them tick, you know, um, I, I don't know your business well enough to, to answer that question, but um, I think it's, it's something, you know, from, from our point of view is just the whole career aspect and, and learning your craft is, is huge. I can see that you care that much just from that page, just that one page that, and then again, I'll put that in the, and it's a good point because, you know, I always try to relate it to, to what I'm thinking. And some of the things that I've been thinking about too is like, if you look at our product uh, at Relatio, it's highly complex and, you know, it's hard to use. So there's really great stuff that we can do from a Q&A or how to use and how to do the, those things. But it's a good point because before you even buy our product, you know, what does your master data management practice look like? You know, do you have a good governance program? Do you have, you know, think, do you have uh, uh, maybe even a governance kind of board that you can think about, you know, because the data that they use comes from different parts of the business, right? Who owns the data? Do you have those definitions out? Do you even have a definition of, you know, data management, you know, and, and those things, you know, so before you buy a product like Reltio and spend a million dollars, you know, it says, it's like this, it, it solves a lot of problems, but you have a people problem first that you probably need to go resolve and think about and talk about before you use this, because, you know, today a large percentage of numbers of master data management implementations fail, right? You know, and why? Well, it's not the product necessarily, right? You know, it's, every systems or every company is set up differently. And when you think of big companies do that. So how do you think about the practice of, you know what I mean? And what are the things you need to do before you even buy the tool? What, what should that look like? And, and that kind of stuff. So I think you're onto something. And, and I, those are some of the things that I want to dive into more. And I have a little, but not into the mouth that I would like. You know, I was talking to Donnie the other day, who's at mm -hmm. um, SAP, and I actually consulted to SAP in 2016, 2017. Um, and the audience I was targeting was data scientists, data professionals. So maybe yep. this will resonate a little bit. And, um, you know, it was really interesting because there's kind of the more senior data person or more experienced who love sharing their experience and yep. knowledge. And then there was the um, the more junior person or somebody who was a data analyst who just was like trying to learn as much as possible and and up their game. And you know, so a lot of our recommendations for that SAP community was bringing those understanding those two personas and what was in it for mm -hmm. in it for them, but also bringing them together, right? You know, and that was about the time when there was an explosion in um, a good explosion 
in like data science events mm-hmm. and analytics events. And so, you know, I remember that it was a perfect, perfect moment or perfect, whatever they call it, perfect storm, although storm sounds negative. Um, so I think it's really like, you know, uh, there's another good book um, or uh, it's called, <laughs> it's about something called, if you go to the CLG library, which I'm just building right now, it's actually in there. It's only, I've just started building it, but it's netnography, which is really trying to take an, an anthropological approach to community building. Um, and what I mean by that is if you go back to what I was saying about SAP is those data scientists is really understanding or those data people is understanding them more about what makes them tick and what's in it for them, right? Um, yeah. yeah. For me, good- I, I don't know how you sell a pro- Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, you mentioned something about, you know, upping their jobs and things like that. But, you know, when people use our product or buy our product, you know, literally their jobs are on the line, right? If they're not implemented in a certain time or if they're not using it, you know, because it's actually, you know, data stewards use our products on a daily basis, just in and out of it, you know, and it does some really cool things. But if they're not successful, if somebody said, hey, I'm the one that bought the product or, you know, recommended the product and doing the implementation, if it it all fails and it takes a year and it still fails, you know, my job could be on the line or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, so... I do think that you have to keep that in in mind is how much do they trust into this product and how is, I know yours is a little different, but I think about like, how am I getting them to be successful in what they do to, to use our product, but also what are the things you need to do before using our product to be successful? And so that's what I want to get to is it's not just about, hey, here's all the things about Reltio. Go, go at it. <laughs> this is what you need to know about match, merge. No you know, you got to set these things up or you should set these things up first and then kind of go into it as a practice, as, as a data hygiene practice, you know, or whatever you might kind of come up with. And those are the things that I've been thinking about a lot this year and started probably somewhat recently, um, you know, in, in doing some of that stuff. But, you know, I look at your page and I love it. And thinking about copying some of that, maybe it's maybe just creating a, you know, in a not probably not perfectly, but just in the way of one-stop shop area to where you just click on different things and go to. Does that make sense? Like I really like yeah. that. It looks beautiful. So nice work. I will only charge you beers. <laughs> yeah. So that's zero. Copyright. <laughs> that's no beers. <laughs> that's right. Because <laughs> you don't drink. That's so, right. There is guys, such thing as a free lunch. Well, that, that's okay. I mean, if you want me to get you lunch one time, you know, um, are you, where are you, where are you at? Are you in the Bay area or I'm trying to remember yeah, where you live? Okay. Yeah. I'm just thinking like, I was just there. Um, but it was, you just didn't a call? Trip. well, it's just like, I was there. It was like two days of work and that was it. You know, our team, we had a team meeting out by, is it moon something Bay or something like that? I don't remember, mm-hmm. but kind of close to there. Um, well, it's been good, Scott. I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no, it's always, um, I really enjoy these conversations and, you know, it's um, just like, you know, with the campus, anything I can do to help and, uh, but I, I get a lot from it as well. I've, I've been taking a lot of notes. No, really? I, I get a ton out of this. It gets me thinking about things I could do or things I should be focusing on or, hey man, Scott's doing some cool stuff, you know, and so but you're always doing cool stuff. So it's, it's always a pleasure to have you on. 
Well, thanks everyone for listening in. I'm Chris Detzel for another Peers Over Beers and Scott Wilder. Living on the wild side. Thanks everyone.